Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. We greatly appreciate you tuning in to the next episode of Society Rewired. Coming up on our episode, Jerry and I recap our very first season and run through our favorite episodes, what we have learned, as well as what to expect from season two. Before jumping into our sponsors, make sure to click that subscribe button on your listening platform and give us a like on social media. You can check us out everywhere with the handle at Society Rewired. Last but certainly not least, we want to thank our listeners, sponsors, and supporters. Rocky Hayes Design, when it comes to your company's website development and graphic design needs, Rocky Hayes Design is the first and last stop you need to make. They provide all your business needs under one house and you won't be disappointed. Laura Hayes Communications provides an all-encompassing business development and executive coaching suite to meet your team's needs. Whether it's professional development, career pathing, personality assessments, you can find it all with Laura Hayes Communications. Located in downtown Sioux Falls, directly across from the Levitt, Rayfelds is by far the best option for your custom framing projects. In addition, they have a gallery full of local artists that you will want to check out. Stop by and tell them Brad sent you. Last but certainly not least, Audiovisual Integrations provides custom design home and commercial audio theater setups unique to you. Whether you are looking to customize that man cave or set up that boardroom in the office, make sure to give them a call. Now, let's get rolling with Society Rewired. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the show, Society Rewired, where we talk about mental health open, honestly, candidly, and have discussions that you don't have every day. With me, the man that needs no introduction, the Jerry Cook. What's going on, Jerry? <laughs> How are you, Brad? <laughs> Good, man. I How actually are you? came up with something for you. For oh, months. no. So I did a little bit of homework. You know, we've got Brad Hurst, the amazing, honorable, uh, giving, visionary leader, oh, Lord. Mr. Brad Hurst, our host. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank so you. I do a little homework. I get to, oh. you know, get to pay some respects back. Jeez, so. and then I had nothing for you this week. It's just <laughs> that's a, that's what all right. Happened. I like that's that. Like, I like that. The tables have turned. So, so what are we doing today? Well, I think we're going to recap kind of what we've gone over in our first season of Society Rewired, kind of run through our episodes, some of the themes that we discussed, some of the topics that we hit on, and kind of some of our, our points that we really enjoyed. So I think that's what we're going to do today. Yeah, I like that a lot. We, we covered, what, what do we have, like nine or ten episodes, and we covered a, a pretty broad range of, of things and scenarios with people. It was, it was yeah. really cool. I mean, everything from, I guess we kind of started with you and I just recapping 2020 and the, <laughs> was our... our the, the dumpster, dumpster fire, fire of 2020. <laughs> yeah, which was, you know, a broad, broad spectrum of things. 2020 to, was rough. Yeah, it was It was a challenging, interesting. And now we got a vaccine. Year. Now we have a vaccine. And everyone's getting back to some of the, some of the masks get to take, be taken off. We, right, right. You know, there's maybe, the, the fire is still in the dumpster, but maybe it's not it's as high. In the, yeah, it's smoldering in the dumpster. We're close to getting that fire out. <laughs> so 2020 is, 2021 is recovering. It's only, what? May now June, so yeah. you know we've hit halfway through 2021, and the the, the smoldering dumpster fire 2020 is still there. We're, we're on the right track, so I think, we are. I think so too, and I think the political politically things have maybe finally subsided a little bit. So um, we're on the right track. Business is getting back to to usual. People are meeting face to face, and it's nice outside. It's people are, are are in a little bit better moods. I think. Yeah, 
it was crazy. You know, we were talking before the episode, and so yesterday I had a, a buddy of mine that had a, a 50th birthday. So we were out actually in Okaboji, which is in Iowa, about an hour and a half from here, and uh, it was weird. It was one of my first outings where, like, you see old friends and and you know the normal is to to hug and shake and all this other stuff and like we're hugging and shaking and i, I felt weird about it <laughs> but also really great you yep. know it was cool to go out and see people and actually just interact and and yeah you know know that basically everybody there is vaccinated and you've got you know not that it's still not a concern but it's way way less of a concern right you know? and and just sort of going back to some normalcy just felt amazing <laughs> oh it's true i mean even we we went we went from handshakes to fist bumps to elbow bumps, and now I think we've transitioned to six foot apart. Yeah, to six feet apart and <laughs> with a mask on. We've transitioned back from the the six feet from the elbow to the fist to the handshake to the hug. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so we've worked our way back we're, to where yeah. we were, hopefully. So I think it's good. I think I think you're starting to see. And I think mentally, it's it's I think it's helping a lot of people. So yeah, and you can recognize people now. I mean, the ma- right. face mask might get to be taken off. I know it's not like that everywhere in the country, but um, you know, in South Dakota, we. We were kind of wild west to begin with when it came to COVID, but yeah. <laughs> is how everyone at least perceived us. But it wasn't that bad here. Um, we we were afraid of the face mask anxiety of not recognizing people. Yeah. I think that was yep. the big issue. No, we needed like a clear face mask. <laughs> like it's, that's what we needed. So, but yeah, it was. I think you know we were we're on track, and and as we kind of move forward, things will get better and and mentally. And I think you know I think some there was a lot of themes that we saw too throughout quite a few of our episodes. That, yeah kind of went through i think you had some pretty cool kind of points that you talked about yeah i mean you know i just i sort of as we're recording them it's super cool as you release them uh to go back and listen back to them and of course mm-hmm. you know we did kind of take notes during them and stuff like that too but yeah i mean you know talking about the dumpster fire we had an episode with laura hayes on mentorship we had a episode with Rocky Hayes on, uh, and myself, I guess we were all here, but oh, yeah. losing a parent young, uh, Gretchen was on talking about, uh, dealing with a child with a young child with cancer. Uh, you and I had an episode on just kind of the male perspective and how and why we do or don't reach out for help. Yep. Um, Terry Liggins, the hurdle life coach, by the way, when you were talking about 2020, I was like, that was one big freaking hurdle. To yeah, that's true. <laughs> so t- Terry talks about multiples. And I'm like, that was one big one, dude. Yep. So, uh, and then Talon Worley was on talking about, you know, first responder and nine, nine one, one operator, which is really eye opening for me. Uh, Jason Schrader on, uh, commission sales jobs and the pressures of that. And then Jillian Gunlex on sexual trauma. And so, I, I sort of sat back the last couple of days as I was re-listening to all the podcasts, making notes. I'm like, man, that is such a broad range in, in you know, 10 episodes. We, we covered a broad range of topics, yep. a broad range of things. And, but, but really it sort of, it sort of came down to multiple things or multiple things of commonality. And it was, um, you know, mentorship was a big thing that got woven in, but you know, if people are experiencing a big traumatic event in their life, you know, it was sort of like find your path and set your pace. Mm-hmm. Jerry's pace dealing with my sister's death or my dad's death or whatever else that's been in my life is different than Brad's pace. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that. Nope. Um, you know, so find your path, set your own pace, build that network, build that that tribe, build that, um, oh, what was the other uh, word that we used a lot? 
for that community. your community yeah and and i think with that too and talking to different people there's two two things that i think they're important about that one don't feel overwhelmed by the fact if you don't have a huge network right, right? and then also try not to get stuck in the trap of like oh brad is my one person i can go to because guess what then you don't get multiple Right. Inputs and well, what happens if Brad's not available? Exactly. What happens if I'm not available? <laughs> right. I'm, <laughs> I I'm in my third big trouble. Trouble. Third big person trouble. here. You know, so I thought that was really cool too. So, you know, in building that network, build the network out as best you can with as many good people that are giving you actual real good feedback, you know? Right. Um, and then make steps. Like any step is a good step. And, you know, and I kind of, I don't remember what episode it was, but talking about like climbing Mount Everest, you know, you're not going to get there by going, oh my gosh, it's a huge mountain and I'll never get there. You just put one foot in front of the other and pretty yep. soon you're a fourth of the way and then halfway, you yeah. know? So, so this is those traumatic um, events and growth in life, in my opinion, you have to look at the same way. Cause if you say, man, I've got to deal with, you know, in your case, my brother's death, like that is, it'll stop you in your tracks. Right. Because if you think about the whole thing, it's, it's pretty incredible what you've got to overcome. But if you go, okay, today, I'm going to actually get out of bed. Hey, mm-hmm. that's, that's a huge goal a for the day. That's a win. Yep. You know, Tomorrow, I'm going to do X. And the day after that, I'm going to do Y. And this month, I'm going to be able to do this. Um, so just making steps, giving yourself and others grace. Yeah. Like knowing that it's going gonna, it's gonna to take time. It's going to be uncomfortable. And, and you'll get through it. And then really kind of the ultimate thing was like learn, adopt, heal, you know, and continue to move forward. And, and hopefully like you or I are in that position too, where teaching people or working with people. And I think Jillian was the same way. And Terry is definitely mm-hmm. in the same way where they've taken their traumatic events and their experiences. And, and part of their healing process is going out and talking with others and helping others. Right. And that's, man, we just need more of that, which then ties back into mentorship. Yep. So, yeah, no, I completely agree. I think a lot of those points, it, it kind of surprised me just, how diverse of a group that we had on and we kept seeing common themes. I mean, when it came down to, I mean, all the different sections of, of the challenges that people were facing, when you talk about, you know, the 911 operator, uh, the challenges that Terry went through, um, Jillian, uh, and when you look at, I mean, just the mentorship, it just seems like that was a common theme where it's like, let's build your community, build your network and have that support structure in place. And you're right, there really isn't any kind of timetable for when when it comes to grief or healing that, that people use. So you have to show not just your other's grace, but yourself grace and take kind of that step backwards and and think about the wins. I mean, I think there's a, I can't remember the exact quote, but just making your bed every day. Like make your bed every day. It gives you one successful step forward. Yeah. And, and so if you continue to make your bed every day, you've at least accomplished one thing for that day. Yeah. I think grief can and healing can be taken in that same perspective where just do one thing each day for yourself. Take that step forward and, and give yourself a little bit of grace and know that, like you said, Mount Everest hasn't climbed in a day. Maybe it can be. I don't know. I've never climbed Everest. But it's, <laughs> it's, you're going to take those steps forward, and next thing you know, you're a fourth of the way there. Uh, you're halfway there. You're three-fourths yeah. the way there, and and you're, you're on that journey through recovery and grief and and, and just self-evolution. So, and, and I think that's what has to be done. I mean, it's, I went through... You know, in the, in the time span since we launched season one, I went through a program called Leadership South Dakota, 
That's and right. Congra- that's a big deal, man. Congratulations. Yeah, thank that's you. That's really cool. And and through that program, I, I really there was a whole self evolution that went with that. I mean, you look at yourself professionally, personally. You address some of the grief you faced in the past. You're listening to other people's stories and, and hearing them. I mean, kind of like the podcast. When you listen to it, you're hearing other people's perspectives, and it just totally. It took place during COVID, so I think we got very attached to one another and very in-depth with our conversations, and so we were more Mm -hmm. vulnerable with each other, but that process, I mean, those are all now mentors that I have in place. They're all part of my community, my network, and people that I can rely on and call on that know a lot about me, and it's almost like that whole entire program encompasses everything that that we experienced in all of our episodes, too, so it's pretty neat to kind of see kind of my own personal life mesh in with some of the episodes and discussions that we've talked about. And I think that's pretty, pretty crazy to achieve, I guess, in the first, you know, 10 episodes of of our first season. So I'm pretty happy with everything. I think for myself specifically, Terry's episode was very impactful and kind of, I just enjoyed it. Terry was a fantastic guest. He had, um, he was very well educated and had did a great job of kind of giving a new perspective to me and telling his story yeah. and really kind of bringing, I think, um, what's the quote he used? I can't remember that you have. Success versus significance. Yeah, success that versus like significance. Ingrained in my brain now. I love that. Yeah, I, I think that's that. that That by far was one of the best quotes we've had on season one. Not that there weren't plenty of others, but when you think back on the episode, success versus significance, I think it's kind of like, it just it's it's impactful when you think about it it's it's everyone's striving for success but you know what what kind of significance are you having what is significant to you what like what it was a very impactful quote for me and i think i don't disagree at all it's it's the one it's one of the ones that stands out for me and then i think the other thing that was really great about his episode too was you know in his journey and his path he he has gone through and experienced a lot of different things you've got you know um uh, absentee father. You've got a mother that was on, uh, I believe it was crack cocaine, yep. um, you know, raised in, uh, uh, an environment where there's not a lot of, you know, what we would maybe consider substance or whatever to, to our lives. You know, you're kind of in a, in a, um, lesser income area and some mm-hmm. of those challenges, uh, race relations, uh, you know, was a big thing. And then growing up and seeing some success and, getting out and dealing with law enforcement and the wrong side of law enforcement, you know what I mean? We're right. in trouble. And, and so just like, it was a really cool episode to listen to because his life was filled with multiple challenges mm-hmm. throughout. And then you see really this, this program that he went through in, in prison right. of, of kind of getting his shit together. Mm-hmm. And now he's out there being significant. He's successful, but he's significant in turning around and helping people and speaking. And I mean, this is it blew me away. It was yeah. really, really cool. No, I, I, I definitely agree. It was so many hurdles, and it kind of puts life into perspective a little bit. I think as you kind of hear some of these stories too, where, and hopefully for our listeners, you know, as you're kind of going through challenging times, you're you're addressing your own mental health challenges. You're allowed to kind of hear these stories and. I mean, get some perspective because we don't in our community and just our society in general, we don't necessarily talk about a lot of the things that we talk about. We don't talk about suicide a lot. We don't talk about depression, anxiety. 
we don't talk about, you know, diversity issues as much. We are starting to finally, but, um, you know, we don't talk about kind of that low income challenge that comes into mm-hmm. play and the, the drug addictions and, and the 911 operators and, and then the sexual trauma like with Jillian. So it's, right. it's, there's a lot of topics we covered that we just don't talk about. And I think hopefully for me as a goal for the, for like the next seasons to come is, is just to continue to give that to our listeners and give them a, a, a way to put things in perspective and hear some stories that maybe right. they can relate to. I agree. I think that's so cool. Just, just the fact of, and obviously in what we do, we probably both gravitate toward people who have had bad stuff happen to them in life. I yep. mean, I, I love and appreciate a lot of people that have just, their lives. <laughs> Are you saying we attract been, drama, Jerry? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we attract drama. But you know, I mean, just the people that we're around and things we do, that's right. typically, you know, we would come into. So, so, and even for me, I, I would rather, I would rather hear somebody that's gone through a, a traumatic event or a bad event and, and how they figured out how to get through it. Right. Like that's very inspiring to me Yep. versus, you know, you always give me a, give me shit about the sports analogies. <laughs> and, and for those of you that don't know, I'm not a sports guy at all. Like right. that, I do stuff like this with Brad or go ride motorcycle or play guitar or whatever it yep. is that corks my yep. <laughs> thing. Right. Yep. So, so he, he's always picking on me cause I have some sports analogy. Yeah. To go back I to. play more sports than Jerry plays. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't do sports analogies, so I watch sports all the time. <laughs> so, you know, I think with that too, though, just the diversity of people, um, you know, I, I don't want to say everybody, but most most people have some sort of event in yep. their life that's traumatic, whether it's small or big. Right. Some have multiple, you know, traumatic events. And it's it's interesting, though you never really want to have that happen to somebody, but, you know, kind of analogous to the thing of like, Hey, if you go through X and you get through it, it better prepares you for the next Y thing that happens right. or Z or whatever. Not that you want to do that, but it, it just, you know, so in essence, <laughs> having, having those bad things happen, hopefully make you a better person down the road and more prepared for the stuff that life can hand you. Cause you and I, neither one of us know if if we walk outside my house here and get smoked by a truck in the road, like, I mean, anything's possible. It's not like we run our life that way of like, Oh my gosh, we're going to get run over tomorrow. But you know, the reality is it could happen. So live your life. Like you'll die tomorrow. (laughs) Like you'll die tomorrow. (laughs) Well, it's such a weird thing too. Cause yeah, you know, we were talking about the whole, that, uh, insert song clip here. Yeah. (laughs) Where's, where's the good clip. But even, even like that, uh, you know, setting your own pace. It's such a, it's such a great thing to say, okay, Hey Brad, you can take your time and work through this. Don't worry about what I'm telling you right. you should be at. But in the same sense, the other side of that is life. The freight train of life just does not stop. It does not give a shit about your feelings. It doesn't care where you're at. The mortgages do the 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 payment for the cars do this you know like your kids have to do the job da 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 and so as much as you can say take your time find your pace all this other stuff you also have to sort of like pull yourself up by the bootstraps and actually do that right. make step one make step two and you might have to work through some stuff that's really uncomfortable that you're not ready to do but knowing that if you're and that's where the grace comes in if you can just give yourself grace. Go get your life back in line a little bit. Go back to work. Go do whatever right. so you're not losing jobs and all this other stuff. It, it's a hard thing to do. Oh, I agree. It's a hard I balance. I agree. And, and no one's going to make you do it. It's it's. We right. can, people can give you advice. They can give you guidance. You can 
hear the stories, but you have to make that choice to continue to move forward a little bit. It's, it's, I mean, I, I know a few people where, you know, they battle with alcoholism and it's kind of a situation where you continue to see these problems. And if you don't make that choice to move right. forward, I, I, as an individual, at some point you got to kind of cut the cord and, and I have to move forward with my life because you're choosing not to move forward with yours. And I think, you know, right. as you kind of think about some of the challenges, it's maybe that's finding a mentor. Maybe that's, you know, building that network and community and, and giving, and giving yourself grace. I think all of them come into, to play when you think about how you move forward. And it's, I think it's pretty crazy just some of the things that, that you walk through. I mean, even, you know, losing a parent, that's, I have, I lost a brother, uh, and I, you know, knock on some wood here, but, uh, have not lost a parent yet. So it's, it's, but I can't imagine just what the process is, is of going through that grief and how, you know, that affects you long-term because you were younger, four years old, I think when your dad passed away and just kind of having that, how do you build a network at four or how do you have that community at four? It's just your parents at that point. And if your parents don't have that community and that network and that support, I could see that even hindering your own grief process a little bit. So it's, it's, it's just crazy just how much that trickles down. So if you're a parent, I think the other thing I was thinking about is, is like, as a parent, I have three boys. If I wouldn't have allowed myself to grieve and address the loss of my brother, it would have significantly impacted my marriage. It would have impacted my children and it would have eventually just crumbled to the floor um, and fallen apart. And so, but thankfully, because of you know survivors and you and, and some of my friends, like we were able to find and, and build that network, have those commonalities, and have those conversations, and 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 build up that structure that I needed. So it's it's some of the challenges, almost all the challenges and, and trauma that I've gone through in the past uh, have been discussed in the first ten episodes and, yeah. and brought in. So I'm excited to see what kind of comes next a little bit here. Yeah, I think we've got some, you know, obviously it all depends on scheduling and things like that, but we've got some really, really great things that I'm looking forward to yep. in the in the next season and, and beyond that. And again, it, to me, it goes back to every person or most people have something, whether it's a job, whether it's a traumatic event, whether yep. it's maybe, maybe if it's even a great victory, you know, we talked about a friend of mine who's a an amazing athlete that, right. you know, he's not a, he's not a paid athlete. He's, he's just a dude that goes out and hammers it out and, you know, and, and, and goes for it, but that's his yep. happy place. That's his, his pastime, his thing. And you go, okay, well, you know, he doesn't have a traumatic event in his life, but even just to get through the normal day to day stuff that we all go through, this is his outlet, you know, like what our episode, your and mine together yep. about, you know, finding a way to unleash the cork. I mean, so even, even as we go through, like, obviously this stuff, this, this season was primarily around traumatic events or, you know, in Talon's case, the 911 operator, <laughs> traumatic jobs, traumatic jobs, <laughs> which is, you know, that was very eye opening. Like we right. talked, like I, I get it and I understand, but I, until he's sitting here, like telling you it was anyway, so, you know, even even talking to people maybe next season who maybe not so much trauma, but how they've worked hard to find their thing. Right. Because in finding your thing, that can also be a huge, um, you know, lesson in how to get through trauma. Right. Or even just be happier in life, which is awesome. Right. But, so I get really excited about that. I think we've talked to people... Um, possibly, you know, uh, about being homeless, about going through, um, 
uh, you know, different youth programs, possibly sports related or people that have right. been very successful, you know, drug or alcohol addiction. Yeah. We've talked about possibly being deployed overseas and deployed military overseas. activity. Absolutely. Yep. You know, maybe even people that um, um, I was trying to think of, uh, you're you telling me about a gentleman who's, who's actually, and I can't remember if it was law enforcement or military, but going through and actually the process of taking another person's life, yep. right? Um, you know, and, and there's, I've got, we've got multiple people with potential substance abuse, All right. um, you know, uh, food um, uh, issues, yep. things that have come. So just like, it's cool to sit back and go, okay, hey, here's this person that we know or that we know of who's done this. And that would be a great thing to right. hear about. Because I think the other thing is as we talk about different things, we're giving that commonality to people. Just like you said, when you when your brother passed, you know, you didn't really, you didn't know how to, you're not, nobody gives you a rule book on what to do. No. And so you reached out to the helpline center, which then led you down a path to you and I connecting and you were connected with other people there. And all of a sudden, you know, Brad's network starts to build. And also I'm assuming with that, as, as that network was building, the cork was unre yeah. un unleashed a little bit and releasing pressure because oh, yeah. That whole thing of as I've gone through this event and now I'm feeling this, if you're not talking to others that somewhat know or understand what you're going through, right. then you sort of shut that down because nobody understands it. No. And once you can talk to somebody that understands or is in a, somewhat of a common space, man, it just it relieves so much pressure from you. So Right. Well, I mean, one of the things that, I mean, when you talk about un, unpopping or popping the cork, is I mean, those were those conversations. I mean, those conversations I had with people at the helpline, the conversations I had with you, the conversation I had with other survivors and the people I met. And the next thing I know, you know, I'm meeting <laughs> lots of people that have never had a conversation at all. I mean, there was one yeah. point where we had, I think there was a 16 or 18 year old boy that had never talked about losing his parents to suicide. And, right. And it's, that's crazy. I mean, at that age, you've never had a conversation and he wasn't old when he lost his parents. He was younger and he's grown up alone. And yeah. I mean, just some of those conversations where it's like, these people have gone that long without a conversation. How do you start to help them and helping them helps me and, and helps our grief process and makes me a better person. So it's, um, you know, continue the conversation I think is, is a big piece. So it's, you know, reach out to the, we always say at the end of each episode to reach, not every episode, but reach out to your friends and family. That's what was kind of our theme. I, th I also list when I was listening to back on the first three or four episodes, we talked about reaching out, checking on your friends, build that networking community. I think it's, you know, part of that is, is when you reach out, be open to having those conversations and just listening sometimes. So, right. um, I think a big thing for me too is as a male, um, not to, I mean, Jillian was obviously one of our most recent episodes, that but was a great, great episode yeah, too. I think, I kind of mentioned to you earlier where as a male, I've never experienced the things that she discussed. Right. Um, I mean, I know like my wife has gone through those things. My sisters, um, you know, some of my friends have gone through that. Um, but none of them have really discussed it. I mean, I've had some conversations, but for the most part, I've never had anyone discuss it as openly um, and just get the perspective of someone that directly went through it. Right. And so for me as a male hearing that, Terry did a good job of doing that from a different perspective, from a diversity perspective. Um, but Jillian did a really good job of from that sexual trauma perspective. And I was really, I kind of left that episode and I definitely felt more educated. So as much as we're educating our listeners, I feel like I'm learning quite a bit oh, as well. Yeah. I, I don't disagree with that at all. I mean, it's just, that was a great episode. It was really, really um, 
eye-opening. And then also, you know, the thing is, like, even back to you and most people that we've had on here, just them being willing to reach out and help people and talk about it openly. I mean, that's such a huge deal. We just need more and more and more of that. And she's she's done some amazing things and yep. continues to do some amazing things. I mean, just talking publicly about it, you know, having, like, the wild woman experiences yeah. and things like that. I mean, it's just, it's it's amazing. So, yeah, no, I agree. She's doing some pretty, pretty incredible things. And I think that, you know, I mean, it's, it's not bad to say, but as a male, I've just never, I'm a six foot, you know, 290 pounds of, of male. So I've never, I've just never been in those situations, but I mean, I can remember like, yeah, I'm a big teddy bear. (laughs) So I'm been cuddly. Um, (laughs) but I mean, I, I know like my father, I mean, he did a really good job of raising me and training me to how to handle and avoid those situations, how to make sure, you know, there is a discussion and a dialogue. And I, I just, it's, I hope to raise my boys that same way. And I'm, when we were talking to her, she really kind of, she just educated me so much. She kind of just readjusted my perspective again yeah. as a father and as a, as a person. So yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, it was good. It was really so, good. Um, yeah, I guess. How about you? I guess you got any specific well, points? I think- that's, yeah, I think, you know, like the, I think the the mentorship one was really, well, the, the 2020 recap was just more of a, <laughs> it's sort of that, you know, sometimes you got to hit the pause button and reflect. Yep. So it was a very good reflecting episode just to sort of re-reflect and relive some of the things that happened in 2020, you know, and, and working our ways through it was really good. But, you know, like Laura Hayes, the mentorship one really opened my eyes again, even though we knew it, but you know, there's so many people in your life that, or most people's lives that have a huge impact, whether it's negative or positive, and it could be just a, you know, a comment in passing, or it could be a more of a long-term more, you know, close or intimate relationship but the fact that you know being a mentor and or having mentors in your life is such a huge thing really for for everybody um you know and then obviously with rocky with like losing a parent young that was reliving a lot of things and then Mm -hmm. it's interesting to just get his perspective on a lot of things that you know you just grow up without and how you how you get through that you don't have that intimate relationship you don't have that mentor um I think, you know, your and my episode of just the male perspective and how and why uh, guys do or don't reach out, um, you know, to me, that's that's a huge thing that we're really trying to help out with. And, and uh, you know, Talons was great, the, the 911 operator. In fact, I had a chance, a good friend of mine yesterday at the party is um, on the fire department mm. here in Sioux Falls, and knows of Talon, but sure. he, and it wasn't necessarily about Talon, but he's like, those guys and gals are finally getting some recognition. And he, he went to a totally different perspective of the fact of how much they do, meaning the 911 operators and how little respect they get. And like their job is, you know, basically as hard or maybe even harder. They don't see the end result of these things. And, and obviously they're right. two totally different deals, but he was like, man, without that crew, we would be in, we would be in rough shape and right. we and they, they do amazing, amazing work, you know? So like the, the, I think the depth of what they do and the significance of what they do sort of hit home more. 
course, I loved the Terry Liggins yep. episode. Um, it was really good. Um, Jillian's was really good too. Just just to understand more of what has happened and the impact and sort of how society looks at it. You know, this is one of the struggles you and I have with of talking about suicide. Right. There is, even though it's getting better day by day, year by year, but there's this, you know, stigma out there. And I think that the sexual trauma side of things definitely has a similar significant yep. you know uh societal impact on that in a negative way and it and it sucks and hopefully we're making a lot of progress on that and you just want to keep moving forward on on everything in a positive way so no i i completely agree i think one thing i guess we haven't talked about that maybe will come up in future episodes is is creating that balance because i think it's you know as i look at my own life and and kind of some of the discussions we've had I mean, you got to find that balance because as much as you want to help someone else, you got to help yourself first and take care of yourself first. And we haven't talked about that very much. I mean, as kind of you mentioned, you know, you have finding that thing that works for you, yeah, and, and that that thing, that one item or that one activity that allows you to pop that cork or release that stress. Um, you know, I think that's important. I do really think that's something maybe we should dive into further because, in my own life, for example, it's, it's you know, I'm a husband, father, business professional nonprofit executive technically uh i guess now a podcast host Mm -hmm. um and and but the one of the biggest things that kind of gets pushed to the wayside at this point is probably my own like personal health i don't have time to work out and do the things i used to do and and even i don't have time necessarily to to have the mental conversations and that's kind of where the podcast comes in a little bit because i get to have those conversations and with survivors i think it'd be interesting i mean when you talk about baby steps i think that's part of the balance um finding that community is part of that balance but how do you really kind of diversify yourself a little bit? I'm going down a rabbit hole a little bit. So, <laughs> but is, is it be interesting to kind of bring someone on that maybe is, I mean, even a life coach, um, oh, sure. That could help that helps create maybe that, that schedule or a personal trainer or, or even like from a diet and exercise perspective. Cause if you're not eating right, that can throw off your own mental health. Right. So it'd be interesting to kind of go down that road and, and have almost like an episode on creating balance um, within your own life to help support your mental wellness. I, I I don't disagree at all. I think that's a great. Full I hate circle. that word balance, but yeah, then it like just it works. That level. So I, <laughs> I was like, I, was like balance. I hate I hate the word because I think it's overused, but it also fits so good because you do have yeah. to find balance. And I think the thing is, there's a key too. Is like you know everybody's balance is going to be a little bit different. But right. you're right. I mean, you you juggle a lot of stuff, and you know I think one of the other things that wasn't mentioned in there is the fact that you know you take calls from families and Mm -hmm. go see families that have been impacted by suicide like the day of or the day after the week after whatever like that's a huge huge deal and it kind of ties back into you know some of the emergency operators and stuff like that right that is an emotional load that you accept from someone else and that's not something that just comes in and leaves immediately you know it it can for sure but for the most part it reignites things you know the trauma from the past or memories or whatever the deal is so so you you brad carry a pretty big load on a daily basis and man i admire you a a lot for it and appreciate (laughs) it because at the end of the day but it's also i kind of know what makes you your gears tick you know and like you are not 
even though you do like to sit around and watch sports, you know, there's sometimes, times, sometimes the NHL playoffs. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so hockey, or is that, is that, yeah, uh, is hockey. that badminton or is yeah, that, that's, yeah, that's, that's table tennis. <laughs> oh, it is table. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, but you know, you're, you're not, you're not satisfied with being stagnant and not sure. helping others. And in helping others, it's helping yourself, which yep. is, you know, some people, we've talked to people and you've heard the comments, oh my gosh, how do you do that? There's no way. You're crazy. Da, 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 yeah. da. Well, you know, I don't sit around and I don't go to the bar five nights a week and I don't no. sit at home and watch sports every night. So all of that time that you're doing that is what yep. you're no. using, you know, Brad is using to, to help others and himself. So that's, that's really cool. I'd be curious to have maybe a counselor on too, because I mean, you're helping people day yes. in, day out with their problems. So how do you, how do they do, do counselors go to counseling? Right. <laughs> is, is there a, is, I mean, I assume like talent, like they have a, a decompression, a debrief. Yeah. Um, and then they, you know, sometimes if it's a bad enough situation, like they might take a day or two off, but you know, as a counselor, is that the same thing? I'd be kind of curious to hear how, how counselors decompress a little bit. Cause they're dealing with a similar situation. Cause meeting with families was so traumatic that I got to the point where I was kind of like, we're done. Like I can't do yeah. this anymore. Um, it's, it's too much. And, and a lot of that came into play when, when we met with families that lost children. So, and that's when, you know, after I had kids, just the, the emotions of meeting with families became too much. Yeah. Um, so, but I mean, when we were going through that, we would try to talk through things together, but we didn't really even have a true debrief with, with meeting with families. So it's, it's tough. Um, so it'd be kind of curious to hear how those people go, but, um, I mean, that's, it's, I think there's a lot to come in season two, a lot of options out there. I think, you know, if we have any listeners that want to hear stuff, you know, obviously message us through our Facebook page yeah, or reach, out to, us, or reach yeah. out to us and let us know and, and kind of let us hear what you want to like to have on the podcast. Cause I think it'd be cool to kind of get some, or if you want to be on the podcast, yeah, <laughs> give absolutely. us a call or shoot us a message through our social media pages. Cause we're always willing to have a conversation and, and new perspectives. So I think that's, that's what this is all about is, you know, society rewired. We're, we're out here trying to change and provide new perspectives to people that you wouldn't hear every day. Right. So, I don't know, I think, you know, we're, we're rewiring one step at a time. Rewiring one step at a time <laughs> through a network and community of people while finding our significance. <laughs> and, and look at it. So, this is the thing that I appreciate about you. <laughs> that stuff just rolls off your tongue. Like, like you know, I'm like, where did that come from? Yeah, I don't you know. Just, you just made I it. I really don't know where. <laughs> I don't know where. <laughs> It's 90% of it's the things beautiful, they say. Dad. It's beautiful. Yeah, thank you. It's, <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. Oh, all right. Well, you know, I, again, thank you for listening through season one with us. We're excited to bring you season two. We got a lot in the store for you. So I think, you know, hang on for us, check us out and, and stay tuned in. So, uh, and again, you know, check us out, stay, stay up to date with us on our social media pages through Facebook, Twitter, um, Instagram, our website, societyrewired.org, um, our handle at society rewired. So, uh, thank you very much, everybody. Uh, and don't forget when the sun goes down, the stars come out. I almost forgot my tagline. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Have a good one, everybody. Thanks, Brad. Bye. Yeah, thank you, Jerry.